Podcast. What's up, what's up? We are back. Week 9 is here on the Fantasy Culture Podcast. I am one half of the hosting team, AD, and I am here with... Hey, everybody. It is Week 9. It's Markeith here. Thank you so much again for listening to the Fantasy Culture Podcast. Yes, yes, we are back. We are back. Uh, First and foremost, I want to say apologies about last week not releasing the episode um, for any artists or creators. There's anybody who's actually ever owned an external hard drive. Sometimes they go wonky on you and mine just happened to somehow get corrupted. I I think I nudged it and it disconnected. I've had it for quite some time. So um, I think it finally just gave out. And that's where we were recording our backup files for uh, the podcast. So, um, I'm working on something to fix it to see if I could save that among some other stuff that was on there, old music and stuff like that. So I want to see if I can save it, but now I have a new method and we won't be missing any more episodes. I'm just going to save it to my laptop and, or buy another external hard drive. So just wanted to make up for that because I hate missing weeks, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure that, uh. We right back at it for week nine. We right back at it. That's right. That's right. Right back at it. You know, just small hiccup. No. A little small hiccup. Nothing that's too right, too major. Know. Could always be worse. Could always be worse. Yeah, if you guys um, did see, you know, at least when um I know at least we're able to post, you know, they're about to trust a bust at least on the Instagram. But um yeah, you know, week nine is here. Week yes, nine man. is here. So we definitely uh looking forward to that. Uh I guess at this point last season we were saying we were halfway through the season. But uh we're kind of not. At, I mean, we kind of are, but there's yeah. an extra game, so it's not really yeah, but you know, we, we, halfway we, through the season, yeah. but we are kind of halfway through the yeah, season. Yeah, we, we, are, we are at a good point where we can get an idea kind of like, you know, how teams are looking. There's still some teams that uh seem a bit uncertain, but then there's some teams that are looking like they're just, they're ready for the playoffs already, and uh, it's getting exciting to kind of see how this, how this dwindles out for the rest of the year. Yeah, no, definitely it's looking good. Um, how are you looking so far in your fantasy leagues? What's going on uh, with that? I mean, I can't... I don't, I'm trying to speak, trying to speak about it too much. My my fantasy has actually been pretty, hasn't been as great as I wanted to be, of course. Um, in uh, one of our leagues, I am two and five, another one three and four, and another one five and three. So you know, it's kind of I'm all over the place right now. But I'll take the strides in the five and three. Um, I've won in that league before that I'm five and three, and it's not the league that we're in. Um, really, the auction league is the one, or the salary cap league is the one I'm really trying to um, get better in. I'm, that one, I'm three and four. So um, I know that one's kind of open, but i still rather have a better record. I know right now you, you're killing the game right now. You know, just trying to do what I can. Trying to do what I can. Currently, I'm five and three um, in the three leagues that I'm in. But uh, across the board, I'm in a, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to keep it above. Try, yeah, trying to keep it above the, you know, above 500, make this playoff push. Um, feeling pretty good in the salary cap league. Had a couple down games. So Mike Williams, he brought me a lot of points early in the season. As you know, as we know, he was having a historic season. Um, ran into you know some buzz, buzz saw defenses that kind of took him out the game. But he has a nice little stretch of schedule coming up. So hopefully he turns it around. But you know, feels good. Feels good to be on a five and three side. Got a couple matchups this week that look very winnable. So, you know, maybe six and three by by next <laughs> week's episode. Hopefully. That'd be a good spot to be in. Yeah, that'd be a great. Spot. So, you know, taking it taking it one week at a time, play it one week at a time. Whenever you're ready, just let me help let me help you. You know what nah, I mean? You come nah, nah, you know, nah. you we'll, come over to come over this side, you wanna buy dancing in your videos. Here, but, you wanna you know, buy dancing in your videos, you come on over to death row. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gonna figure out on this side, but we're gonna pay respects when it's due to the other side who's been uh consistently winning across the board in all different all different leagues so um but yeah it's all right it's all right man we gonna we, we right. gonna we gonna come our way we gonna we gonna come up all right we ain't tripping we ain't tripping so let's uh let's jump into this to this week nine let's start uh talking about these headlines first up rogers and the packers down the undefeated cardinals without Devonte adams on thursday night of any if it any games will Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday's a game to happen. They didn't have Devontae Adams. They, they had the right Lazard. game plan is what they did have. Yeah, man. They, Randall Cobb came in and, and made the plays that need to be Critical made. Critical plays. As, as, you know, that, that chemistry has paid off. Rodgers wanted him in the offseason. Aaron Rodgers is wise. a guru of just yeah. slow offense. Just, you know, stretching the clock, utilizing the clock, reading the defense. You know, he's good for that. He's always been good for that. Um, so you know if they had the ability to slow him down, keep keep the Cardinals off the field, they'd have a good shot at winning. And um, 
Sucks that they lost Robert Tanyan in the process. That was yeah, kind of upsetting uh, to see. A big hit. Definitely a big hit. Um, because he was, you know, he was on the uh the incline on mm-hmm. that team. Even though the targets weren't always there, he was a reliable piece that Aaron Rodgers did appreciate having. Yeah. So uh, it, it, um, it definitely is one of your better your better tier tight ends. So the, I mean, the numbers may not show it exactly, but still was a pretty good tight end to have on your team. And uh, for sure. You know, the back of Mercedes Lewis, you know, a bit of a veteran. So, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll look to kind of replenish that or Rogers probably do what he does best and just pivot around that situation. Yeah, a nasty situation. one-handed catch where he got, he got called out. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a nasty he's still, catch. Mercedes is still balling. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. He's always had that athleticism. Didn't yeah. he play, like, basketball or something? Yeah, like, yeah he, he played like, ball. Yeah, he played. Year, obviously, years ago, but yeah. he's still, still in him. You For don't sure. lose that touch For if you sure. play ball. I ain't a ball That's player. I know, you, I know you was balling. You know it. Finger roll. Um... But nah, so the so the Cardinals lost. Yeah. Um, Rogers and and surprisingly, the Packers defense looked really good too. They they were pressuring Kyler. They were holding on third downs a lot, <laughs> which was which was really good to see. Yeah. Um, they sat Kevin King. That's probably why they did win, uh, because he was not out there. <laughs> he was a healthy scratch. Man, needed that. He was man. a Tyson Williams kind of day. Hey, healthy man. scratch. I mean, I'm, um, I'm all for and for play. I'm all for the support, but Kevin King was just one who <laughs> liability, <laughs> man, yeah, liability. Man. And yeah. then they ended up finding something in that replacement corner that took uh, uh replaces uh, Jair Alexander while he's on IR. I forgot his name, but um he he came up and had a good game too. I think he was a, a younger guy, maybe I can't remember the name, but I remember them talking about um the person who had stepped in place of um of Jair Alexander. So yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. I, I know for sure. Even uh the rookie, even as well. Um, Eric Stokes, even himself, he's been having a, having a really good. Yeah, he has some moments he, he, for sure. He's been filling in. I've, I feel like honestly, he's playing similar to how uh, Trey Diggs played last year. How he would, you know, he was known to be a good corner and he would get picked on, you know. But I felt like that helped him a lot in the experience. So while Trey Diggs is having the year he's having this year, because last year he you know he dealt with all kind of situations. He got yeah. thrown on, but he also made some really good plays. And I feel like Eric Stokes does the same thing. He he makes some really good plays, but then he'll also have some plays where you're like, yep, he, you know, he shows he's a rookie. But Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, can see that. Overall, the bad. team definitely played good against the Cardinals. They had a good game plan of just kind of keeping Kyler Murray contained. Unfortunately, Murray did have a little injury towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it was bound to happen. The Cardinals needed to at least lose a game. Um, yeah. now, some of their wins weren't great. You know, they weren't blowing teams out, of, you know, a perfect 7-0 team, but they still were 6-0. Yeah. Um, was it 6-0, 7-0? It was 7 7 Regardless, they haven't had a, you know, it wasn't a great 7 0 team, but um, they've still been playing pretty good. They lost JJ Watt along the way. Um, you know, he had the, the four injuries, he had like a torn so- shoulder and like elbow and a couple other things that was along the way for him. Um, but it definitely was, uh, it was I, I thought it was a really good game, a good Thursday night game. And uh, I think it shows why Rodgers is still a problem um, for, no, for the NFL. Nah, absolutely. You're, you're right on, spot on with that. Um, you know, even, yeah, like you, like you were saying, like, just to see what Rodgers could do, um, without having Devontae Adams with losing probably someone who was heavily involved in the game plan, um, with, in Tanya midway through the game and then having to figure out how to pivot, um, you know, uh, AJ Dillon stepped up big time yeah. in, in the absence of not really in the absence, but just having to, uh, LaFleur kind of limit Jones touches, which he, which he does. I see people. If you had Aaron Jones, you kind of understand how he's utilized. And you wish he would yeah. be utilized more. But, you know, there's a high chance that he's going to give you what you are looking for in that span of time that he's getting touches and he's on the field. But um, Matt LaFleur likes to limit his touches for, like, the first half. You know, get him in there early. Um, you know, end of the first quarter, he's not in as much. Second quarter, he's not in as much. Beginning of the third quarter, he comes out again, and then he's kind of just ramped up towards the end of the game. Like, I'm going to apply pressure on the run game in the fourth quarter when defenses are reeling. And that's kind of like how they use Aaron Jones. Um, So it's effective. You just don't sometimes get what you ultimately um, desire from him. But he could have had a huge game. Like that that TD that was called back when his butt yeah, like touched the man. floor. You know, they said his back was down. <laughs> yeah. Um. He had another one where or just bonehead calls in the red zone. You know, three different plays, uh, swing routes, like just just stuff that you could have just hand the ball off to your <laughs> to your running back. Like it's, it's Aaron Jones. Just you can hand the ball off, and it you know it was just certain things, questionable decision-making at certain points. But yeah. um, they came out with the win, and I'm sure that ultimately is what matters to them. 
Um, and that was that was good to see. Aaron Rodgers still on top of his game, still showing why he's an elite quarterback in the league um, now and probably for a few more years to come. You know, you know, and then on the opposite end of things, you got a, well, I don't want to say a nobody, but definitely a no-name person in Mike White. Mr. Mike White. Mr. Mystery Mike White. Um, Man lit it up. Shows up for the Jets against the Bengals, and we talked about it. I I wish I could. uh, Hopefully, I get this footage so we can pull it back up, but I told you that the Bengals... They gonna they can, they're gonna do Bengals things. <laughs> I could I could see yeah. this game happening. I said that. I remember specifically saying that that I just wasn't sold on the Bengals all the way because they'll have games where they surprise everybody and everyone starts to take them a little bit mm-hmm. seriously. And then the next opponent is someone who they're like, ah, they just gonna get rolled through. They're not even a competition. And they're gonna make it close, and they're probably there's a chance, as we saw this past weekend. That they're gonna find a way to lose it. I mean, through for four hundred yards. Four hundred yards. Where's the defense that was locking up everybody else? Four hundred yards with this Jets off. Who's? I mean, they don't have a lot of big names, but they were just checking down. They, he's they a, was, he's a check down artist to his running backs. Ty Johnson and Michael Carter both had good. They games. They had a great. Both of them <laughs> great, had great, great games. Elijah I think Moore had a good game. As far as they used him a lot of like re- reverses and like. Yep. like Corey Davis was him. out too, so that gave you know the receiving core crazy? a little bit more yeah, to work Corey with. Davis out was it their main receiver? Braxton so. Berrios, <laughs> Mr. Braxton. Like, I mean, shout out my Jets still because that's squad. But but you know yeah, what I mean like it definitely after, especially after the way the Bengals just beat the Ravens. If I'm yeah, not like, like you, you know what I mean. Expecting the game. I mean, obviously we weren't expecting because hopefully we're able to get the you know hopefully able to get the episode out where you guys can hear you know Dre talking about the Bengals. Address gonna that. be the Bengals, and yeah. you know, um, but yeah, man, the Jets definitely came to play. I personally like it just because the only team they won against was my Titans, and now they beat another team that was you know ha. deemed to be really good. So, um, you know, it's, it's good to see from the Jets. I actually, would like you know for Robert Sala too for him, you know, get another win under his belt and continue to make good strides. And you know, maybe they found something to Mike White. You know, he kind of mentioned in his press conference, and uh, you know, maybe turn some heads because obviously. Zach Wilson was drafted so high, but then, you know, you get a showing like this from Mike White. It's kind of hard to, you know, turn your head away from, especially in a time where, you know, it's a rebuilding team. You have a new coach. You're still looking for, you know, his identity in the team and, you know, things like that. You know, I feel like he's going to shake some things up. Sparks a lot of interest. Sparks a lot of interest, for sure. curious to see how this plays out when, you know, how Mike White plays in his next game and kind of see how they kind of tune this in with Zach Wilson. I'm sure he'll start when he comes back, you know, when he's healthy again, but... It's still something to look out for. Mike White has Definitely. another. Has, if he has another game, you know, I don't expect him to throw another four hundred. But you know, if he does, and let's go know, open who, some who eyes. Knows? Who knows? I think he's having his uh his Tyler Heineke stretch. You know, where Tyler Heineke was, you know, making miraculous yeah. plays yeah, and having you know miracle games. And um, who, who else was like that this season? There's somebody else that I'm trying to think of that's a backup. Um, I mean, quarterback now that just came in and had some good, had some I was good about games. I'll say Case Keenum had a nice little decent game for nah, his little some, Thursday somebody, game in. He did, um, but um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Not Mills. Um, I can't think of it right now, but somebody else is coming in and now they're struggling because they, they're not Things are starting to catch up. I might be thinking of Sam Darnold, even though he's not new. But oh, man. Um, I mean, I, I I could agree with that one at least. Sam Darnold, I was curious to see how he'd be after um, you know after leaving the Jets, coming to Panthers, starting off a good like three and zero, and then since then he has been atrocious. Been terrible, but I mean they, they I mean they did lose CMC, which is a big part of their offense, offensive balance. I'd say you know because that run yeah, game just isn't the same without it. But it's not. But I think it's to me. I see it's it's also, just Darnold. Like yeah, it's also him for sure. Plays, bad, you know, just inaccurate, and then some of some of the receivers too. Some some were dropping as well. But Robbie Anderson one target. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. They, something. Yeah. They got to fix some stuff over there if they intend to uh, contend and and you know be a serious uh, contender. In, in in the in, you know in the rest of the season, um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Titans forced the OT win, uh, but but lose Derrick Henry for possibly the entire season. It hurts. Um, that's tough. That's it tough, hurts. man. That's like LeBron going down for the that season. Hurts, like man. that's like he, the LeBron. He heard it the in the NFL. first quarter and he played through the whole game, but uh, it hurts and. And uh, God, yeah, it hurts hurt a lot. I'm glad we got. I mean, we signed hey man, AP. wipe them tears, man. Wipe them tears. Oh nah, man, it's, yeah, it's man. tough. Take, I've, it's tough, some, man. It's, take a little bit of tissues. <laughs> it's tough to see because obviously it's a big vital nah, point of Titans tough. offense. But um, it was a good win overall, though. It was a good win to have, especially a division game. That's two wins against the Colts now. So yep. for some reason, you know, the Colts are a team that are probably the better team, not better the Titans, but better team in that division rather than the you know the Texans and the Jaguars that. 
it came down to it, and they went, they went out. You know, Titans would win off of the fact that they won both division games. So it was a good game to win with a hurt Henry and kind of seeing A.J. Brown continue to make strides in his development and yep. just continue to take over games, man. That, um, it's just crazy, man. I, I really like his play. His play is just reminds me like of Anquan Baldwin, like Andre Johnson, just, you know, just a strong receiver, yep. great yep. after the catch, and it's just going to make a play when you need it. Um, so it was it was a good win. Play the Rams this Sunday, this Sunday, and uh, I don't know how I many. I don't obviously don't really see a big you know big turnout for us there. As most likely going to try to figure out. I how mean, the Rams game, the game plan is going to go. The game. I mean, the Rams defense isn't. I'm not going to. They say haven't been as great lately. Uh, yeah, they've not, been they've been okay, but they haven't yeah, been as great. But, you know, they did pick. Um, you know, obviously we know who they picked up. Obviously, yeah. you know, a big headline. You know, what to go over Von Miller to the Rams, but um, yeah, man, it's going to be tough. Yeah, no, it's, it's it'll be an interesting matchup. Um, you know the Rams are Rams are a solid team on defense and of course on offense. We see the numbers that Cooper Cup's putting up. Yeah, we know. Um, defense, you know, so. Deshaun Jackson <laughs> just got uh, waived, so yeah. um, you know that frees up some opportunity for Van Jefferson. Maybe some more opportunity for Tyler Higby. I know a couple of Tyler Higby owners were, you know, not yeah. feeling not feeling the production they were getting from him. So um, with Deshaun Jackson gone, maybe some targets get spread around a little bit more. Or they just keep going to Cooper Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like they're probably gonna keep. The, I feel like they're still gonna keep the same game plan. I feel like yeah. Van Jefferson actually took what they wanted Deshaun Jackson to bring. Um, he's been a big play threat this Pretty year much. so far, which he showed flashes of it last year. He's only was gonna get better, but I feel like Cooper Cup is completely taking over that that wide receiver one spot. You have a great wide receiver two and Robert Woods, and then there's nothing better than having a deep threat and a, and a really good Van Jefferson. So I really don't feel like you know. I feel like D. Jack wasn't really a big factor, and hopefully they can continue to get Higby involved because that's you know I feel like that's important. At least keep your tight end involved. Yeah. Less pressure on your running backs. Less pressure on your, on your receivers to kind of perform. And Higby's not a scrub either. So, yep. but overall, you know the Rams are a good team. And, yeah. When and that passing game is going, goes. it benefits uh, everybody. You know, including yeah. Daryl Henderson. Given you know the more points they put up, the more points at this. I mean, the more opportunity at this point that Sony Michelle gets. Yeah. He's not a huge part of the offense, but you know he gets in there, and it's good to see him getting some yeah. work. Um, it's nice overall. They're very well balanced. Yeah. Running backs might not be the biggest names, but they play pretty good together. Yeah. Similar in Bills, but Henderson's doing his thing, and uh, really just you know Stafford just came here, and it's glad I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm very out. happy for Stafford really. So I'm really hoping that they can. Turn Continue the whole on team to make up. the next steps, but you know it's yeah. complicated when you're in Tampa and you have to worry about that. Cause that's gonna be the headway. The Rams in Tampa are probably gonna be, I don't know, Rams, yep. Packers, and Bucks are gonna be the teams. Pretty much, pretty much. So I'm excited to see that. Um, let's see, Steelers outlast the Browns. I think it was like a 15-10 game. Yeah, 15-10. Um, it was a windy ground game. You know, Najee Harris looking. Looking pretty good. He's looking pretty good. That Pittsburgh offensive line looking pretty good. Um, they've definitely meshed over the last two to three games, so it was good to see them starting to build up because that offensive line was completely revamped. Bunch of young new faces in there. Um, got a young rookie uh, running back in, in Harris. Uh, so it's a lot of there was a lot of new gelling having to happen up front, which is probably why you know Ben was was getting beat up the way he was because the team just wasn't working on on one accord in terms of the offensive line, and then kind of getting a feel of what Najee Harris could do for that offense. Um, but the line has been holding much better. Um, that of course has benefited the receivers and Deontay Johnson, Claypool. Even Fryermuth getting some action. Fryermuth, um, so catch. yeah, so honestly, that that catch really still the deal for that. Nah, for sure. Be able to catch it, yeah, catch nah. that, But he had a great catch. That, great uh, catch. I was surprised. A fourth down play, and it was really good defense too as well. Yep. But he definitely Fryermuth. That was a, that was that really still the deal he, for them. They kind of just held the game that. from there. Grab that. Yep. So, um, good win for them to see. To you know, Steelers to to get that win. They knew it was going to be a tough game, but. The defense looked good. The defense has the defense has looked good before the bye, um, and then you know since the bye, it's all they've also looked pretty good. Uh, Browns just they're losing they're losing their footing. They're losing their footing. Just a lot of turmoil kind of going on internally, maybe a little bit externally, um, and it's gonna be tough for them. It's gonna be tough. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, you know that Browns media base is is real uh, loyal to to their Browns and. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always looking for answers, and 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 in looking for answers, they're always asking questions. So he's going to be faced with a lot of questions, and he's going to have to figure out, you know, how to answer those questions the right way, and and still maintain a good, 
um, locker room morale because, you know, as a viewer just looking at it, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to point fingers. There's tough players out there that are playing through injuries. Uh, you know, there's tough players out there that may not be getting the opportunities that they want, but they're still out there playing. But uh, something is off. Something is off, and they need to get it corrected because there's a lot of talent over there. Yeah. But it's just not. It's just not getting utilized the way you would like to see. And I think that's um that that's that's the tough part about it. No, no, this, it's definitely tough, and uh, it's it's hard to really point fingers because you know I feel like you know Baker to me isn't really the franchise quarterback that's there. Likewise, um, I don't think, and so. I don't, and I don't feel like he was brought there to be that. But at the same time, he was brought there to be better than what he is. It's just I feel like it's more of a I don't know. I feel like it's more of a Baker kind of thing because they have the like you said they have the weapons. You know, it's like they don't yeah. they have a great running back core. Um. So it's just it's something is just not. I feel like it's just chemistry wise. It's just not there. The whole team, like you know, it's very, very split out throughout the team as far as who's together. They have a yeah. lot of tight end options, a lot of receiver options, running back. Again, great core there, but something's just not right there. And they have a big game against the Bengals this week. That it's a division game, and it, basically, if they don't win this game, like that's that's pretty much about it for the season. Honestly, for them, you know, they went through some injuries earlier in the year, but at this point. People are kind of, you know, coming back, should, you know, be able to maintain the injuries that they've gone through. For me, I personally feel like they should probably kind of put in Case Keenum. Um, sounds Case Keenum? I, I feel like Baker's injury Man. plays a part in, 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 in how he plays, and I feel like that's detrimental to the team. If you can have a player who's not injured, you don't have to worry about a torn a torn labrum. Even though it's on this non-throwing shoulder, you have to worry about any time he scrambled. He took a big hit. He took a nice hit in that Steelers game, and he did get up, you know, Hyped up, got the crowd involved, but at the same time, you know that hit bothered him. You know that was that easily could have took him out the game. For me, I said like, why not put in Case Keenum if they did not win this game? Put in Case Keenum, let him kind of play out the rest of the season while they figure out what steps to need to take. Whether of course that's letting go of Odell, like everyone wants to point out there, or maybe even switching direction and quarterback, and possibly seeing if that's a difference because they have a good, a decent receiving core if they had a decent quarterback. That could actually spread the ball around. That complements their running game. That's perfectly played out for our really good play action team. They could easily have a play action game going, like Stefanski had for the Vikings, but he just hasn't been able to kind of get that going with this with his Browns team so far. So this game this week is big for them. They need to win this game against the Bengals, which is a really good team that I'm sure is going to try to come back from the loss they just had against the Jets. Cam Newton. Ugh. I mean, I like Cam, but I don't feel like that would be the answer either. But <laughs> nah, I don't think so either. But just, I feel yeah, like it's, it's he tough. would probably perform better because Kevin Stefanski's offense are really run-centric. Yeah, so really, a really part is. of it is like, yeah, the opportunities are there, the targets are there, but the offense isn't built that way. The offense is built a lot. I think I saw an interesting stat that the, he was like 29th and 28th, like somewhere in between 27th and 29th for the last three seasons – in pat in the passing game, mm-hmm. like how you know wide receiver production on his in his offense, so mm-hmm. it's not an offense that's built balanced. It's run centric. That offense is run centric, a lot of play action, and the receivers would eat off the play action. A lot of it, you know, when it comes down to those play action um, opportunities, Baker's just not on the money with his throws, and teams aren't really biting. They're not really biting, so it's it's making it difficult for. You know, now that they fake the run to to get a good pass off and 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 a pass that he's able to complete. Um, I don't feel like it's entirely his fault, but I do feel like he is somewhat responsible for the blame. Yeah. Um, because there's players around the league that aren't as good as what we believe Odell Beckham to still be, and you know they're able to get incorporated into an offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So whether it comes down to coaching, whether it comes down to just scheming differently to get your key players involved, um, something has to change if they if they want to, you know, be something as a team. Otherwise, they're just going to keep falling short of, of where they want to be and uh, Browns disappointing. Browns. Browns is just going to brown, you know? <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, man. It's, it's terrible to it's, say, it's, but it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, and I've really, thought, I've really had good hope for them this year. Granted, they are in a tough division. The Bengals are definitely outperforming what I would think a lot of people had them performing by this time. Um, and that's what makes it tough. Like, you know, they don't have that many options. You have the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and I always forget the last team, the Ravens. With Ravens, Browns. 
Steelers. There it is, the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. And they're all good teams. And again, if they don't win this game against the Bengals, they've already lost some division games, and it's just it's just gonna hurt their chances. And I really feel like this is at the make or break game for them. We're already looking at week yeah. nine, halfway through the season. So, but yeah, man, that was, a, that, was, that was a tough game for them. Tough game for them. So we'll see. They got right another, another tough one since another. at Cincinnati. So, yeah. um, you know, that's that's going to be interesting too. Yeah. Cincinnati just came off a good. Uh, actually, no, they, they came, came off a loss. bad loss. Yeah, they came so, off a bad loss. Yeah, so they're going to come in there with a little added energy. You know what I mean? They, I know they didn't like that. And they're playing in Cincinnati too. And they're so. playing in Cincinnati. So yeah. you know, Go it's going to be man. different. It's going to be different for them. And, but you know, you know, and this theme is for even for our next headline. The theme, the theme carries on for just a bad, you know, just bad, bad team, so to say. You have the Lions. Getting, getting completely oh, yeah. thrashed Next by up, the Eagles. We got the which, Lions. Lions which, which just uh, hurts, man. They had a great game against the Rams, and I don't know what happened. It, yeah, I don't know, man. I, don't know happened, I wanted man. so much. I wanted so much from Swift. You know, what I mean, I said it prior to the game. I'm like, it's Swift time. But realistically, I, I mean, not feeding off the hype, but he's not really a runner that can run through the tackles and. They try to make him into that. He well for the game he had to play that role, but he's more of a receive. He's more of a running back that needs to get out in space because when he's in space, he can utilize a little bit more of his his attributes, his agility, um, his ability to use his speed and get away. But he's not the best in between a tackle runner, which was a lot of the opportunities that he did get were in that in that role. So, um, kind of hurt him. The offense itself couldn't move at all. They couldn't get anything going. Only person that looked halfway alive was Hawkinson. Yeah. Um, he looked good. That was that was pretty was much it hit. though. He was he was getting hit. He was, <laughs> he was definitely getting, getting hit. hit. He took some big shots, but yeah, man, he Hawkinson did, but was the only one I kept seeing that like would do something that anything from that game. And then you anything. had a, an Eagles team who did something like completely different oh than what gosh, they usually do, bro. which I'm sure Unreal. hurt a lot of fantasy owners. I'm sure hurt a lot of. Jalen Hurts fans. I have him on all my teams. That's my quarterback. But, like, man. The one time. The the one time. Jordan Jordan Howard. Howard. Jordan Howard. A two-touchdown game. Called up from the practice squad. Like, what? You can't call it. But that's that's still so Philly of Philly. Yeah. For Jordan Howard, a former Philly running back, to to come in and be be the guy. Take over game. It makes got sense. Nothing. It, it, it's written. <laughs> it's written. It's written in the book of how it should have went, but it's just like really. Like, is that really what is in this book? Like, that book is 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 fictional. It's a fictional book, but it then you see it become reality, <laughs> and you're like, ah, this is this is not yeah, good man, to that, see. That game so hurt. you don't even really. So people who picked up like Gainwell and Boston yeah, Scott man. off waivers or whatever, you have no idea. How to how to grade that performance? I mean, you yeah, don't, don't know what you're getting. I don't even know. How to, I don't like. You I don't know no if, if Gainwell is now gonna like. I don't you know. I don't know no what's gonna idea. happen now. Like, I'll, all I know is I'm not playing him, and I'm not. I'm even hesitant to start Devontae jo- Smith. Like, Jordan Howard might be the best option in that backfield because. Yeah. Um, so I've said it before that rec- re- running backs in that offense are capped because of Jalen Hurts' ability to scramble and run with the ball. So uh, there's not really many times that you can think of where you've had a productive mobile running uh mobile quarterback and running back to like really be you know balanced in terms of production and Jalen Hurts just assumes a lot of that rushing ability but Jordan Howard is like here I am <laughs> let me just be a thorn in this entire situation and allow my quarterback to just hand the ball off the entire time which is something they've that the Philly people have been preaching to do with Miles Sanders and it just it wouldn't happen and then the one time you least expect it, <laughs> when he's hurt, they do it. <laughs> Miles Sanders doesn't play. They do it. They say, you know what, Miles? How about this? We'll run the ball for you. But without you. Man, that's, that it's, hurts, It's man. crazy, man. Yeah, it's man. crazy. That was, but that, was, that was a tough one. I fantasy think at the end of the day. Tough. Huh? That's the fantasy-wise, that was yeah, tough. That, that and it was tough because, you know, if you guys were able to hear that episode, the line, we're, we're definitely rooting for the Lions to kind of come up with an upset. And it's just, man, it just hurt they to see just, the, That was tough, man. It was man. just hurt to see, man. It was just bad overall. And I know Dan Campbell feels it, man. I, he, I feel like he's he is a good coach. Yeah. And he wants his players to win. But how do you even grade a team that, that just gets blown out like that? When yeah. you go into your bye week and you're like, all right, I got to assess where we're at in this season, how we can make other players better, you know, what I can do to scheme to make this offense flow better. Going off of a, a pre-buy blowout doesn't really offer you any kind of 
insight into you know where you where you'll be and where you can find balance. Yeah, it no. just it's just not it's not yeah, it's terrible, it, man. I'm sad for him because yeah, it's it, not it, he don't deserve that, man. Yeah. He deserve that that uh showing or yeah, non showing. It makes it makes it tough for them and then, you know, just to be fair, you know, the team isn't as talented as other teams in the league, but still, you know, we have someone who has just, just such great energy and you can tell that you know, he wants to make it better for his team, he wants his team to be better. It just makes it tough to see him lose like that. They go into the bye off a terrible loss. And then, like you said, they have to reevaluate the team, and then their schedule is not easy. The, the, the rest of, after the bye, nah, they don't. it is not. They have the Steelers, um, the tough team. The Browns are still going to be a tough team. The Bears can still be, you know, can still be a problem. Vikings are another tough team on paper. Broncos, Cardinals, another tough team. Packers, like they play some teams after this bye week that still like. You know, it's, it's still tough for them. So hopefully, you know, they can hopefully bust out a win this year. Don't go defeat it. And uh, give Dan Campbell some flowers, man. He's been doing a great Something. job for what he can do with the talent level that get he has around him. one win, them. two wins, and, something. Uh, hopefully they can pull through. That was, a, that was a horrible game. Yeah, terrible. But, um, you know, uh, also moving on to more terrible news. I just, see, see, this is a, this was a spooky week. Week 9 was, was filled with just ghoulish activity for for, <laughs> for Halloween, man. It was just all it's just seeping out of this week. It's crazy. Jameis done for the season. Yeah, our light bulb, man. our shining star, the, the, our entertainer, the our key media, entertainer. Man. He was a great, great entertainment. You guys, He's even after the, the game, season. celebrating with his team on crutches. Yeah, he was on crutches. The man don't <laughs> lack energy, up. man. Doesn't lack <laughs> energy, but tough loss for them. Um, even after game, I saw a video after the game, um, Bruce Arians, when they went to you know shake hands after the game with Sean Payton, um, he asked like how and Bruce Arians asked like how Jameis was doing, and you could see that Sean Payton like mouth like ACL yeah. and they believe MCL. So um, just you know it was tough, man. It's tough. He 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 brought a lot of energy at that role, especially losing Breeze, um, putting him in positions to win games. Um, and, and coming out and having a pretty good season so far. He, yeah. You know he was he was more than manageable. He was more than manageable. He made plays. He made good throws. He looked a lot better than, you know, the Jameis that we remember. Um, so, but to lose him and then now Taysom Hill, he's just coming out of a concussion. What's that offense going to look like? Um, Michael Thomas still not even in, you know, anything, any rotation. He was at the game, but he's not, you know, there's no been no updates with him. Uh, Mark Ingram also got traded there. Uh, he actually looked pretty good in his first game um, with with New Orleans again. So a lot of question marks over there on that team, but they were able to defeat the Bucks. They did beat the defending champs. So, um, yeah, that, that was interesting to see. That was interesting to see. Yeah. They put up a good fight. Yeah, that, that definitely was. I think, And I think it's one of those games. It's just one of those, you know, it's division game. You have these kind of games that happen. The Saints beat the Bucks two times last year during the regular season, and we kind of saw how that turned out in the postseason, where the Bucks, you know, came back and beat them and kind of turned the tables. I feel like the Saints usually had the Bucks number in the regular season. It does, you know, it hurt to see Jameis gone. Um, but I will say, Trevor Simeon came in and just did a good job managing the game and kind of Trevor Simeon. Yeah, man, he, kind of, he managed the game, kind of let them. You know, it's a good thing they have him as a vet. He's been in the league for some years now. He played on the Broncos. Um, you know, it wasn't the best, but he definitely was a nice little game manager. So I think that was, that was good for them to win. Kamara was definitely stepping up, doing his part. Um, they kind of spread the ball out to the different. You no, know, Traquan Smith randomly would come in and make a big play. Um, so it's good to see. I'm um, sure the Bucks. This is just you know a little loss for them to kind of you know go back to the drawing boards and then come right back at it. I'm pretty sure they're on a bye week this week, if I'm not mistaken. So um. It, it, you know, I think it's just one yeah, of those games. Yeah, they're in a bye week. So, you no, know, it's just one of those games. They definitely lost to a division opponent. I'm sure they would have wanted that. Um, but I'm sure they'll come back from the bye a little more healthier with AB probably coming back. And you know, they already had Gronk back as well. Um, but yeah, yeah we, Gronk overall, got with those back spasms flaring up. But um, I did see that Sean Murphy Bunting's coming back. So, at least they get some help in that secondary mm-hmm. um, because they could use, you know, more yeah. healthy bodies in, in that in that secondary for sure. Um, let's see. Next up, we got uh, oh, Cooper man. Rush and CeeDee Lamb lead the Dakless Cowboys against the Vikings. Um, good game. Good game overall. Cooper uh, Cooper Rush's first start in the NFL um, was able to get the win over the Vikings. Got to be demoralizing for the Vikings. Like, yeah, coming man. out of a bye. They just came out of a bye. And then they play a, 
you know Cowboys team who's still pretty good, but they're losing their their main their computer. million dollar man. Like they're, they're he's not Cooper there. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush came in all over them. All over them. <laughs> like all. Ceedee Lamb them. had an over a hundred yard receiving game. Man, um, like, threw the game winning touchdown to Amari Cooper. Was, Cooper. Yeah, like it's, it's, they just balled all it over just, them. Man. Yeah. It was it was it was a bad game. It was a bad game for the Vikings. It had to be demoralizing, like you were saying, like. For a team like that who has weapons on offense was, you know, apparently having a defense that was starting to kind of pick up as the year went on and they just, I don't know, man, it was, this was a game for them that they needed to win. They're, they sure. already was sitting at a, you know, like a three and four, um, it's been a good game for them to kind of get back at 500 and yep. just kind of try to continue to make their way inside the division. You know, they do have the Packers in their division. They have the Bears in their division. Um, and they're just sitting around that level. You know, the Packers are way out ahead, and this 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 does not help the Vikings' chance to make the playoffs this year. No, nah, doesn't um, at all. Does and it not at all. Helps the Cowboys. No case there. They have a nice little yep. team. So, yeah, agreed. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, they they went in there. And they took care of business as they were supposed to. Without Dak, gives Dak another week to heal up from that calf strain. And then uh, reports have been saying Thursday he's going to be good to go for practice. So you know, um, not another. Not another week. Did I say another week? Because they play Sunday. Yeah, no, no. You, yeah. you, you didn't say another week. But yeah, that, okay, I know yeah, another report like by Sunday, Thursday. Yeah, he yeah, should yeah Thursday be able should to, be good to go. They play the Broncos this week. Yeah. So. so that'd be interesting to have him back and uh, just see exactly where that offense is at and defense. Um, next up, the Chiefs uh, did not Man, look impressing yeah. and impressive in that win. They have against all the Giants, year, missing everybody. Been, and granted, the Giants' defense is usually okay. Like they usually hold yeah, it down on defense, decent, but still, but over, just overall, the Chiefs just did not. The 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 Giants easily they barely escaped. Easily could have won. They dropped a lot of interceptions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they dropped a, a lot, lot. Of inter- a lot of interceptions. They had some bad plays in the you know the, the winding minutes. Yeah, you know that obviously that separates good teams from bad teams. Yep, but yep. it it also kind of just showed the the fact the Chiefs were playing more the Giants level. Like they were just eager to squeak by this win, and it just as a, as a, as a defending Super Bowl you know champion team not defending them take it back you know they lost but the year prior they won they've been to Super Bowl two times they've been winning the, the the AFC West for the past five years and just to kind of come out and play this game against the Giants when you know you know they needed to kind of look different they came off a bye week you would think they would kind of be back to the you know I don't say the old Chiefs but you know kind of get back to the old Chiefs and it's just not did not look that way the whole game I'm watching I'm like man this is they're not it going look good at this all. Year. like I don't I have no I don't know how faith in them at this moment. It's still a little early, you know. I know they still have Mahomes and but they're a complete um, one eighty from what not, they yeah, were. That was just not a good game. Complete one eighty from what they were. Who? Yeah. Derek Gore. Derek Gore. Nobody had him. He was zero percent rostered in fantasy leagues. Came Nobody in. had him. He yeah. had so but it's just like Andy Reid is trying things. You got split targets between Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle. Like, you know what I mean? It's just Travis Kelsey, you know what I mean? Having he, the game he barely, that he's he having. He, he didn't anything do anything. He had, he, had like seven, ca- he had like seven points maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I know at one point he only had like one catch for like three yards. Yeah, that's like all he, he had. And then he ended up getting a little something and he ended up fumbling um, like his third catch. And, I'm, yep. and Oh, yeah, he did fumble that. Yeah. So that was a big fumble that, yeah, you know, took away some like momentum. Four minutes left. Yeah, they were rolling. Um, Mahomes just, he doesn't look, you know, and I said it before that. You know, it, they they seem like they figured them out. They figured yeah. out how to stop that Mahomes mania or yeah. limit it. I won't say stop it because he's still talented enough to still, you yeah. know, make the right plays. But yeah, he's definitely um, talented. I mean, one thing I would say, like, I don't. I mean, in college, he wasn't like a he, he won, but he wasn't like you know a winning quarterback where they weren't defeated. Like they, he was just really good in college, knowing that you know he can throw the ball deep, he could just make crazy plays that he's made all year. Um, but like in college, he definitely lost some. He lost, you no, know, he lost some games. His team wasn't yeah. like number one at all. He just, you know, he was just exceptional for who he was, and he clearly shows it in the league. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't point that out. Like in college, he definitely wasn't like you know one of those players that they were looking at to be like the top quarterback coming out and yada yada. Just he came in and kind of took people by surprise in that offseason. They knew he had a cannon because of him and Josh Allen and Cancel would just be throwing bombs for over seventy yards. But that was a uh, that's about it. So I feel like I feel like we're starting to kind of see a little more of like the Mahomes effect and just like you know how that Chiefs defense, oh sorry, not defense, offenses ran. Like it's very to me. I've been saying it for years. I feel like it's very basic. They're just blessed to have the talent that they have and the speed that they can take a a quick slant that's only five yards and take it ninety yards at any moment because of the fact they have 
Tyreek Hill and the Hardman who are just unbelievably fast and then the special player and Kelsey that helps that but you know five years you know you got to change it up and it's kind of hard you kind of I think again I think you're seeing that you know the league is it's a tough NFL league and you can only be successful for so long yeah no I agree I definitely agree with that um Chiefs got a long way to go if they plan to get where I believe they're trying to get to. They want yeah. that championship run. They want to taste that again, but they're definitely not playing at a level um, that qualifies for, for championship material at this time. Yeah. Am I confident they'll get it together? I am because yep. they've been there, so they know what it takes. But right now, is what I'm seeing is not not going to get it done, not going to get it done by, by a long stretch. So um, definitely got to clean up some things there. Uh, Von Miller to the Rams. We kind of touched on that just a little bit earlier, but um, huge piece for them on defense. Uh, Von Miller, as we know, you know, Super Bowl 50, um, the guy, uh, champion. And uh, now he's teamed up with uh, with uh, Aaron Donald, yeah, Jalen Ramsey. Um, you know, that, that defense has just got stronger uh, to a team that's already pretty elite. You know, they're in the discussion, as you were saying earlier, with the Bucks. And yeah. it's just a, it's it's just you know it's a different energy when you bring in somebody with that firepower that you still have to be aware of out there on the field. Yeah, he's older. Yeah, he might have had his injuries, but when he's on the field, you better he's respect still, it. Yeah, you gotta respect it. Still a problem. And I, and I feel like this, uh, I feel like the Rams are kind of. I, I, I like what the Rams are doing. I feel like they're trying to trying to take up. I'm mean, throwing theories out there, but I feel like they're trying to take like a page out of the Bucks playbook. The Buck the Bucks have a great defensive line that applies so much pressure to the teams that it allows for turnovers in the back end, which obviously the Rams have some players in the back end that can make those plays. I feel like you're adding Von Miller. You have Aaron Donald. You have a Leonard Floyd, who's also a really good um, lineman that plays linebacker and DN as well on the other side with Darnold. Um, that, uh, sorry, Aaron Donald. That um, it just it, this is going to cause a lot of issues. The Bucks across their their defensive line last year, it was just amazing what they did with Shaq Barrett, JPP, and Damakusu, Vita Vaya. Like they were just completely destroying teams, and their their past defense has never been great. It's just they're so great up front that it covers that. And I feel like that's what the the Rams are trying to emulate is that they just needed one more piece on the line to help apply that pressure that now that they are almost solidified and it's going to be really, that's going to be a really good matchup. Honestly, I don't feel like the Packers are on the level of the Rams and Bucks. I just feel like their, their talent level is just much higher in the defensive end that I feel like that's what it's going to come down to the Rams and Bucks. And I don't know, man, I like the Rams, but you know, it's hard to go against my Tampa team. Yeah, no, I hear Being that. Um, I think Rams has a big chance to get to that Super Bowl, but um, I could actually see them getting to the Super Bowl in their hometown. Cause it is in LA this year. So, um, gonna be super interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, to that matchup if it does happen, and and just seeing how they continue to produce in the future. Cooper Cup is producing at a crazy rate. Yeah, man. A lot of people <laughs> say it's not sustainable, but at the way that that ball's flowing, as long it's, as he yeah. can stay healthy, he yeah, has a man. connection with Stafford that um that's special. You know, yeah. so uh, you know, if you if you pick them up, you gotta be happy with him. Um, I, you know, I have him on one of my teams or, or yeah, one of my teams and he's, if I could have had him on more teams, I tried to, I tried yeah, to, man, but there was is... one player in my league who's had him for like the last like three years. So he was <laughs> hip. Soon as Cooper cup came around, he was like, I'm taking him. That's old Mr. Reliable Cooper cup. And he's going to, he even agreed that he's going to be even better this year with Stafford. You know, Stafford yeah, loves man. that slot receiver and, and him and Cooper cup just have this special connection because I mean, he can eating. move the chains with him. Mm -hmm. And he can go over the top with him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know what I mean? He gets the best of both worlds. And that's how Sam, uh, Matt Stafford likes to play. I was about to say Sam Darnold. But that's how mm -hmm. Matt Stafford likes to play. You know, he takes those long shots, um, but he's accurate with it. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people really get to see just how good Matthew Stafford is. You know, he kind of, you know, withered away other than his, you know, bigger accomplishments over there in Detroit. He kind of withered away a little bit. And he was not um, in, in the limelight at all. But now that he's in, you know, L.A., Rams franchise. They're winning. Um, they're winning. Only one loss in the year. Mm -hmm. It's a different It's a different feel. It's a different vibe. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like I think Stafford brings a brings a great, um, you know, a great veteranship over their experience. And adding Von Miller to the, to the defensive side is only going to make things even better for that team. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to go ahead and round out the uh, – the headline section. I want to end on these on these two. Um, of course, I'm sure you've seen uh Henry Ruggs. 
in the uh, the car crash, uh, killing one at this time. I believe the last time I read the art, uh, reports on it, uh, one person was mm-hmm. um, was confirmed uh, dead. Uh, tough situation all around, man. Um, apparently, you know, just from reading the articles, he he was um, impaired at the time of his arrest. Um, Las Vegas, three thirty in the morning, in his you know Corvette. Um, looks like he hit this other car from from behind, and uh, when the you know f- firefighters and police got there, that other car was on fire, completely just in in a blaze. And um, the person in that car, I don't remember if it was a driver. Do you know if it was a driver or yeah. just the occupant? It was the driver yeah, of the yeah, car. Driver. driver of the other car um, passed away. So um, right now, Henry Ruggs, pretty much in the last twenty four hours, life has been flipped upside down, along with the family of you know, the person in that other vehicle. Um, just just a terrible situation all around. Thoughts and prayers go to both sides of the family. Yeah, you know, yeah, both sure. both sides because Henry Ruggs is uh, Henry Ruggs was so young. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember 22. being twenty two, you know what I mean? And and, you know, having having wild nights, you know, having wild nights mm-hmm. and, and the last thing you would want to do is is hurt someone in the midst of having fun and being out with your boys and and whatnot, you know, um, fast car and you, but you're not in the right mind state. You're not in the right mind state for that, and um, you know, things like this can can happen. You never think it'll be you, mm-hmm. but things like this can happen. So, um, terrible situation all around. Um, you know, he had a bright future in the league at this point. Kind of looks like he may not see the league again. Um, yeah, it's gonna be tough. You know, to see it's gonna him be tough to again. yeah. It's gonna be tough. And then on top of that, he's, uh, yeah, yeah. And on top of that, you know, facing now uh, criminal charges, you know, criminal charges, DUI, um, you know, manslaughter or whatever, you know, they're going to consider it. Um, but tough situation. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really, it's just a bad situation. Yeah, call you. You utilize your, your I'm tools. Sure he wasn't that you expecting got. it, but you especially know, it's, even the NFL, it's they have. In the morning, man. It's, yeah, it's, you're in the NFL. You know you're gonna be watched regardless. I think at all NFL times even and, has that though. Yeah, they, 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 they have like a that. DD system or something mm-hmm. that you can. I'm sure that's a benefit of the NFL. Yeah. Um, so tough situation, and uh, you know we'll we'll see how it unravels. But um, once again, thoughts and prayers to both sides. Especially the you know the family of of the lost one, mm-hmm. and then um you know just to to Henry Rugg's side as well for having to deal with with such a uh, a time of adversity mm-hmm. and uh, unexpected adversity. So it's, it's tough. Just as humans overall, it's, it's tough to be on both sides, both unfortunate endings, um to to all parties involved. But uh one you know one other topic we're going to close out on too Calvin Ridley as we've seen you know wrote the summary of um taking a t- taking some time away from football um almost in an indefinite state you know there was no declared timetable for his return um but to focus on his mental state focus on his mental health and we've seen a lot of um you know quite a bit of athletes turning to um realizing how important it is or how much um of uh, I guess of a duty it is as humans and as males or athletes to to really take care of that space, take care of that mental space, um, at whatever cost. You know, um, they're still humans at the end of the day, and things are bigger than bigger than football, bigger than sports, yeah. um, a game that they played all their life. So when there's personal stuff that are really going on in people's lives, we you know we don't know what it is, we don't know what's what's going on. I'm sure if he wanted to be out there competing with his his teammates, he would love to do that. He's done it for you know however many years, but there comes a time in life where things you know weigh you down, mm-hmm. and you only have one brain, and you got to take care of that. Um, so I applaud him for taking care of that. I applaud all individuals for you know for saying that hey you know I need help. You know I, I'm in a space where I need help, and I got to focus on finding that. You know what I mean right now what I got going on. It's not necessarily helping me in the way that I would want to be helped. And I got to step away from that. I got to detach myself from that and find a way to to get help. So, um, you know, I hope whatever he has going on, he continues to find his way through, navigate his way through and um, comes out healthier and, and better than before. Right. 
I know, no, for sure. I, I feel like this is um, I actually really like it. Um, and I'm sure for any owners don't like, it, but at the same time, you know, we got to keep the human side of it and understand. We all go through things, and uh, I think it's important to. I think it's really important for him to do that. And I feel like you see it so much more in the NBA that um, I do like that that you know you're seeing it now in the NFL where players are kind of you know speaking out a little more on their mental health or anything they're kind of going through and just trying to help the fans and the league understand that you know there's some things that are more important than a sport of football. And, um, yeah, so hopefully everything, you know, prayers up to him and um, his situation, and hopefully he can come out on top and kind of focus on the things he needs to take care of to, you know, be better as a person and, you know, hopefully be able to return back to his team whenever that whenever that time comes. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so let's just go ahead and move on to our injuries and waivers segment. This is going to be quick, um, and then we'll get into our music intermission for the uh, first part of Week 9. Um, so injuries waivers, Sterling Shepard and Galladay are trending down. Sterling Shepard got injured this last week. Um, Galladay did not play. Haven't heard any updates on his situation, but it doesn't seem to be uh, good at this moment in time. So stock up on Darius Slayton, even though he didn't get a target in that game against uh, New Orleans, uh, no, Chiefs. Um, you know, no, it wasn't the Chiefs. Yeah, it was Chiefs. Yeah, it was Chiefs? Okay, yeah. all right. Um, stock up on Slayton and uh, and Ingram. You know, um, Slayton may be a good pickup. Like I said, even though he didn't get the targets you probably wanted, he's always good for a deep threat. Um, so in a deeper league, he might be someone to consider. And then Evan Ingram, um, you know, they, yeah, he didn't get traded. And, uh, you know, he has the rapport with, with Daniel Jones if he can just stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the targets and availability will be there, especially if you have these other, it's you know, injuries, yeah, yeah, if you have these injuries, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius, Tony had a gash on his hand. Um, they're saying it shouldn't impact him going into the next week, but you know, who knows, um, that receiving core just isn't, you know, Dante Pettis is injured. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's all around and it's kind of just like last man standing. A little shambles over there. Yeah. The last core, man standing. But, yeah. So check it out. See what's going on. Evan Ingram's, uh. Uh, schedule kind of open up the Giants schedule kind of opens up a little bit uh, definitely play some teams that have been kind to uh, the tight end position so if Evan Ingram's out there and you're in a bind like myself and you're playing people like Mo Ali Cox and you know hoping for that TD um, and you want to go for targets Evan Ingram definitely gets his share of targets so he might be someone to look into um, yeah what else what else uh, Chenault has been struggling uh, they moved him out, out of the slot, man, and that's really where he did a lot of his damage. Um, they moved Agnew into the slot, who they really seem to like a lot. James Agnew. And uh, James Agnew's stock has gone up, uh, probably even depending on how long James Robinson is out. I know they say he's day-to-day, um, but they may try to preserve him a bit more. So you may see some, co- uh, you know, your man Marquise Carlos Hyde. Mr. Hyde. You may see, uh, you may see a little bit of him, and you may also see some uh, Dan Arnold. Uh, tight end brought over from Carolina, who's made his mark on mm-hmm. that offense. Um, him and yeah, him and uh, Lawrence seem to have a, a good a good little connection going on. He's getting targeted heavily, so that's always good to see, uh, especially in a in a in the tight end wasteland. You know, you kind of just chase targets after a certain point, or you know, just hoping someone falls into the red zone. So he might be someone to look into if he is out there on your waivers. Uh, what else we got? AP. We kind of talked about this, but AP, Adrian Peterson is returning to the NFL. Um, well, he was a free agent, but he'll be on a team at the age of 36 and he's going to be playing for the Tennessee Titans to replace Derrick Henry, who, um, just had surgery and will be out for about eight to 10 weeks, possibly the rest of the season. Um, they hope to have him back, but in the meantime, they lean on Adrian Peterson. Got to be the next Um, Frank Gore. He's already Frank Gore. <laughs> like they, the, both of those guys don't age. Yeah, so Frank um, Gore played for a while, long time, uh, past thirty six, very long time. And so, he still performs. So yeah, I got, I got little hopes in AP. Yeah, um, fresh legs. Side, so yeah, you he know, played well in the, last year for the know, Lions. He, he did was, a nice little, little, nice little cuff with uh with, yeah. with DJ Swift there. He'd come in, kind of help you know hold the reins while Swift kind of got accommodated to the league and shining like he is now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see that. Um, let's see what else we got. Bateman. Bateman. Bateman was on by, so he might be a good pickup. Um, his involvement in the offense looked good coming back off of IR. He definitely has a role in that offense and you would assume it would continue to grow. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on Bateman. If he's out there, you may want to go ahead and give him a, uh, a, a shot. See if you can stash him on your bench. 
Um, Michael Gallup returning off of IR. Uh, he's going to be stepping into that uh, three receiver, uh, you know, tandem that they have going on. Lamb, Cooper, and and now Gallup when he comes back probably. Um, so he might be someone to look at. Um, also, I didn't include him, but, you know, with Calvin really being out indefinitely, you may want to go ahead and even scoop up Hayden Hurst. Um, Kyle Pitts is going to be playing that wide receiver tight end role, probably more wide receiver than tight end. And we know Arthur Smith loves his tight ends, love to use, utilize the tight end position. Um, Hayden Hurst has been a reliable target in that offense for the, for, you know, last, I'd say what, two, three years, probably more than that over there just, in Atlanta. It was just last year. It was just last year. Yeah, he was it was in? La- yeah, okay. Year. All right. So just, just last but year. He's been productive in his years in the league. So and so. he was at the Ravens he, he, before, he right? Ravens yeah. He had a, he had a good year, little stretch with the Ravens yeah. too. So he's definitely been productive. He, you know, he, he, he definitely has his involvement now. The mm-hmm. targets may not be there, oh, yeah, sure. but he gets them every game. You know, he gets, he gets some looks every game. So, um, you know, with Kyle Pitts probably being moving around the, the offense, playing some wide receiver, maybe playing a little bit in a two tight end set. Um, look for Hayden Hurst's availability to open up a little bit more, um, especially in those red zone opportunities. Ridley was second in target share in red zones, um, in the red zone in that offense. And, um, you know, with him gone, you kind of it's kind of a toss up to see who, you know, who's going to step in and get those red zone targets or or get their percentage up on those red zone targets. So. Um, just something else to monitor. Just something else to monitor. You got anybody else? Um, I'm not, I'm just gonna say when I'm gonna be a huge impact because AP's there, but you can even look at uh Jeremy McNichols on the Titans. He typically comes in on when Henry was there. He usually would come in on third downs, and it'd be more the receiving back. So I don't really know how much the game plan is gonna change now. I mean AP obviously still has to learn the system, and Evans sorry not Evans, but McNichols has been a part of the system for over a year now. He's been a, with the Titans for about two or three years now. So definitely some familiarity in the offense, um, has an idea how it's ran. So just in case another little player that, you know, just to kind of look into Jeremy McNichols on the Titans. Again, he typically does come in with Henry already there on third down to be more of the receiving back than Henry is. All right, all right, I hear that. I hear that that's also another good acquisition out there. Um, Devontae Parker as well, too. I forgot to mention him, but if he's out there on your waivers, I know some people might have dropped him because he's, you know, kind of injury prone and had his injury run-ins. Um, but he came back and got targeted 11 times and had eight receptions in his first game back, played 90, 91% of the snaps. So, you know, he's right good. back into that yeah. alpha role. Right so if he's in. out there, um, you know, I don't know how healthy he is. As we, you know, as and we know, he's had his... Matchup this week too. Yeah, they have a better matchup against Houston this week, right? Yep. Yeah, so, um, you know, maybe, maybe a good roll of the dice. I'm always, I always temper my expectations just because Devontae Parker tends to just, you know, he has <laughs> yeah. injuries. He has yeah. injuries and, and, you know, it just, it, it always, it always, it always never works out. <laughs> it always never works out pretty much. So um, temper expectations, but if he's out there, this would be a good week to play him. As we said, they, he goes up against Houston. Um, And that's pretty much it for part one of week nine. Um, I want to end the uh this portion with our music intermission so this is more like our music outro i guess it is an intermission to the second part but it's the outro to this episode um this artist actually came across on tiktok i don't even really use tiktok like that but i saw the video circulating um this song is called wicked the artist is jmb jmb juvie j-u-v-i-e and the song is called wicked um i actually saw on he was he was locked up you know he was in prison and he somebody recorded on a cell phone of him like doing a song and making a beat and like doing all the ad libs and uh that went viral and then he got out and recorded the song and he recorded like an acapella version where it was just like a couple snares and like a couple you know drums in the background and I thought it was dope. Like, you know, he had a he had a dope like cadence in his in his voice. Um, he reminded me kind of a, a young like Juvie, like old cash money. Not not Juvie, more like Slim. Um, I mean Soldier Slim, not not Slim from Cash Money, but Soldier Slim. Um, similar in, in the combo. I think he's from Atlanta. I'm not really sure. Um, but JMB Juvie, the song is called Wicked um dope song dope song so we're gonna go ahead and end on that as you know for the part two we're gonna talk about our favorite segments you know we roll it off with the you bought the 
bus segment. And then, you know, we talk about the big trust. Big, big trust. trust. Who you going to trust? Woo woo. You know, we talk about that. And then, of course, we get to our sleepers where we cue the snore. Yep, so we uh, we go ahead and uh, get those sleepers in, and then we'll close it out on our, um, you know, the, the breakdown of the week, the schedule for week nine. But uh, once again, we're going to end this part one, this first portion of week nine, with our music outro slash intermission from the artist JMB Juvie, and the song is entitled Wicked. And we will catch you on part two. On the Fantasy Culture Podcast, I am AD. And I'm Mark Keith. And thank you guys for listening to part one of the Fantasy Culture Podcast. No keeping it real. The Jew with it that time and got out and caught him a deal. The Jack gave me that time and I swear you would never hear. I heard them boys slide on the one to catch you slipping. Shit, my pops won't do so. I'm guessing I won heels. My mama gave us all the news when we were kids. Still clutching on that note like my auntie, she took us in. Shots fired off in that coast of my cousin, she ain't no dead. Trying to empty the dick and then on the end, bust his head. Come and slip with Kendra, she told me that hang in the dread. But when I catch him out to that chopper, gonna make him dead. Pull out the little Jew, I'm up and I want you. Say like what you say. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.